This is Contractor Sense with Ruth King. Welcome to Contractor Sense. Here you discover ideas, tactics, news, and information that matters to your contracting business and you. I'm your host, Ruth King. This episode is sponsored by Profitability Movement. Google profitability-movement to join this community of business owners focused on building profit, increasing wealth, and giving back. Thank you for joining us. Here's how we will help your business and you today. How do you create loyal customers who think of your company every time they need plumbing, HVAC, electrical, or some other service in their home or office? And how do you turn an unhappy customer into a satisfied customer who will refer your company? Zach Garside with Power Selling Pros gives you the answers to these questions and much more. Zach, welcome to Contractor Sense. Thank you, Ruth. What's up? Yeah. I mean, this this is a very different thing that we did before when Stephen was on. So I, I really want to, you know, it's a brand new year. We're in a situation where everybody should be paying attention before they stop sloughing off to doing their <laughs> quote unquote normal stuff. So, yeah. you know, it's all about the phone, isn't it? Uh, it's all about the first impression, mm-hmm. which is on the phone. Um, that's right. Yeah. The, uh, you know, it's fascinating to me, the, the distinction you make about the phone, because it's, it's 2022 customers don't have to pick up the phone anymore. Yeah. We have t- tools out there like schedule engine, uh, chat bots, like Zyra talk. We have, uh, f- you know, forms, we have all these technology, Amazon home services that give homeowners the choice to enter some information online, answer a couple questions and get service to their home. And yet, despite all of those options, customers still choose overwhelmingly to pick up the phone and call. And when they're given that list of options, press one for service, press two for sales, press three for press pound to speak to a representative. We all absolutely destroy that pound button because we want to be connected with a person who's going to listen, care, reassure us that they've got our back and uh, help us take care of our problem. Yeah. I absolutely hate automated attendance. That's horrible. of my existence. (laughs) Horrible. I mean, I get why companies do it, but it's a it's a bad customer experience most of the time. Yeah. Are you finding that millennials like the 20-year-olds, 30-year-olds um are are really more into just, you know, doing the online stuff rather than talking? Are you still are you still finding that the younger generation still wants to talk? I know the older one does. I don't, mm-hmm. I'm curious about younger. That's an excellent question. Um I think that the so this is my opinion, right? I'd, I'd be curious to see what kind of research there is out there on this. I feel like there's the younger generation still young in, in terms of like making big purchases with contractors. Uh-huh. I don't think most have done it yet. But uh, when it comes to something small, a, a low price tag, you know, some standard maintenance, uh, I think there's increasingly a greater willingness to do it without talking to somebody, right? To just go online and schedule your maintenance or you know, just take a friend's recommendation, basically. But the higher the price tag, uh, the more people still want to talk to a person. If I'm, if I'm getting a new, if I'm looking at getting a brand new air conditioner in my home, I'm not going to go through a bot online. I'm going to pick up the phone and I'm going to call somebody. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, the, the thing that's really interesting, because as you as you bring that up, and as you started talking about this, I mean, there's so many programs out there who could have an avatar actually schedule your, yeah. um, you know, your service call um, that we're starting to see in the industry a little bit. And I think at some point in time that will become prevalent. You know, my daughter now is 33. Yeah. And if I want to talk to her, I generally send her a text for, first and say, can you talk? I mean, she generally <laughs> doesn't pick up the phone. <laughs> yeah, touche, touche. You know what? That's true. Like, hey, can you chat? You got a couple minutes? You know, we, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I mean, they own their home and everything along those lines. So she's, you know, now been introduced over the past couple of years to the black hole of paying for homeownership and maintenance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> So, okay. So let's assume that we want to pick up the phone. All right. So from your perspective, you know, somebody's calling you on the phone going, oh, crap. Yeah. You know, my, my heating system's not working and it's 22 degrees out there. I mean, give me the horror stories in the good way of handling that. <laughs> oh, horror stories are you know, I think horror stories depends on what your bar is. Mine's pretty high. So horror stories are pretty common. Uh, I actually, yeah. I actually do a show every Friday where I listen to recorded CSR phone calls and I coach them up live. Uh -huh. Overwhelmingly, right? The horror stories are purely transactional. The phrase I like to use is it's got to be more than a transaction because a horror story is a customer picked up the phone looking for a person to help them. And they essentially got the equivalent of one of those bots online. If yeah. all you're doing on the phone is Hi, thanks for calling, you know, awesome heating and air. This is Zach speaking, make it quick. And the customer says, hey, my air conditioner is not working. Okay, well, what's your address? Have we ever done business with you before? All right, great, Mr. Jones. It's going to be $89 for us to come out. That is the equivalent of what your form on your website does. It's just basic intake of information, basic output of fees and conditions, and hopefully book the call, right? But basically, yeah. the mindset of the CSR is answer the customer's questions uh, when the mindset should be help them solve their problem, connect them with a solution. Yeah. Uh, the horror stories really revolve around CSRs who think that their job is to merely answer questions. And they pick it up when they answer all the customer's inquiries. They say, yeah, I, I did a good job there. I answered all of their questions. And customers usually say things like, oh, thank you. You've been very helpful. I appreciate all the info. But you've done, but they still have a problem. Like yeah. Nothing is fixed. Nothing has changed. You actually didn't help them at all. You didn't give them anything that the internet's not going to give them. Yeah. Um, yeah the, the interesting thing is that I think CSRs forget who writes their paycheck. It's not the company owner. It's mm -hmm. the person calling on the phone who has a problem who will write a check and generate revenue for your company so that you can get paid. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Sorry, I'm on my horse. <laughs> no, you're, I mean, you're spot on. It's got to be more than a transaction. That's, I, I could get into the step-by-steps and all the how-to, right? But the bottom line is CSRs will be more successful if they do two things. Number one, see yourself as the voice of the company. If, when, when I ask most CSRs, what is your job? Most of them say, I just answer the phones. Oh my gosh. I take customer that. complaints. I handle calls. That's a horrible way to see your job. So if, yeah, if they're true. underperforming, it's not really a mystery. How, how could you expect somebody who sees themselves as just there to answer phones? How could you expect them to wow the customer, to create something, to create magic on the phone? 
The yeah. second thing is see yourself as a voice of the company and treat it like more than a transaction. If you adopt those two mindsets, you're probably going to book more calls and wow more customers and make more money than your counterparts. If you don't believe me, just pick up the phone and call five of your biggest competitors, ask them for a price on a tune-up and just listen to how awful they are. Yeah. You know, you'll realize the bar is quite low here. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. So we'll 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 chat about that story in um, after the break. So, but before we take a break, if somebody wants to contact you at Power Selling Pros, how do they do that? PowerSellingPros.com slash free. That is uh that's where we send podcast listeners to get free training samples. And if they'd like to, they can request a consultation with us. Cool. I'm talking with Zach Garside. We need to take a short break. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. We'll be right back. Are you one of the contractors who enjoys getting and analyzing your financial statements each month? If not, it's probably because you haven't taken the time to discover what your profit and loss statement and balance sheet are telling you. And you probably are not making good business decisions based on timely, accurate financial statements. You know you have to do something about this, but where do you turn? Root Kings makes your financial statements fun and sexy online course. These easy to understand four sessions explain financial statements in English rather than accounting babble. You'll discover what your financial statements mean and how to analyze them each month. Then you'll have the info you need to spot minor issues and take care of them before they become major crises and run you out of cash. Enroll today. Click on the link in the show notes or call us at 770-729-729. 0258. We're back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. I am speaking with Zach Garside with Power Selling Pros. And Zach, give everybody the website again so that if they want some free training and you know demos and things along the lines like that. Yeah, just go to powersellingpros.com slash free. That's where we send podcast listeners. You can get a uh, you get 17 free training videos from us, or you can request a consultation if you're interested in talking. Cool. While we while we were at break, Zach and I were talking about one of the experiences that I have that absolutely supported um, what we were talking about. Uh, so one of my clients, we wanted to find out well who the competition was in the area, and I called 20 five companies. And most of them were exactly like Zach said, because I asked the question, how much does it cost to come out? And how much does it cost for one of those maintenance plans? And for Freon, I asked those three questions. <laughs> and of the 25, only one person, one, 24% actually said, I'm so sorry. I think, you, are you having a problem? Can we send out a technician? Or can you tell me about your problem? Can you imagine that four percent? That right. was it. Amazing. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's that's the standard, though. That's how most people do it. It's it's, it's fun. It's funny too, because when you play the recordings back for people, they know intuitively when they listen to those calls, like, yeah, that probably wasn't very good. Like, I shouldn't, I shouldn't, you know. Do you talk to your mother with that mouth? That's kind of the joke. Uh, <laughs> but but we do, but we do it anyway. I think that there's there's a lot to be said for for that. You know, if you simply play those recordings back for yourself and your team, again, these are simple, simple steps. See yourself as the voice of the company, make it more than a transaction, listen to your recorded calls every once in a while. Just those little things, I think will dramatically improve any call center in the industry. 
Because if you see yourself as the voice of the company, well, you're not going to act like you just answer phones. You're going to act like the voice of the company. And if you treat it like more than a transaction, then you'll ask like one or two extra questions. Tell me more about your situation. What's going on? How long has this been happening for? I hate to hear that. Well, we can definitely help though. Yeah. And if you listen to your phone calls, you're going to hear the stuff that makes you cringe about your own conversations with people and you're going to change it so you don't ever feel that way again. The yeah. simple steps, but very high impact because this is the lowest hanging fruit. You're already getting phone calls. We're not talking about increasing your advertising budget to do this. We're not talking about spending any more money on, on, on training. Even you don't even, you don't even have to, to invest in training at this point. If you're just starting, all you got to do is start listening to phone calls and booking more of the calls that are already coming into your office. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The, I also like to say is that people aren't calling you to chat about the weather or how your kids are or how your dog is doing they have a problem, mm. you know, yeah. and once you remember that, you know, what you're saying, be the voice of the company, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, really makes an impact. Well, I'm so sorry. Can you tell me more about it? Just as you said, you know, let them talk. They will talk themselves into a service call. Mm. You don't have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> At least that's what I'm finding. No, that's a good point. I mean, you think about this with guys who go into the home too. Uh, I mean, people in customer service and sales often think to your point, it's either transactional purely, or I've got to somehow like become friends with this person. You know, I've got to build a rapport with them and don't get me wrong. Rapport is a key ingredient, but to your point, I need to trust you first before Mm -hmm. I'm going to become your friend. Yeah. When you walk into the customer, so if you walk into my house, you're going to see in my office, I got, I'm a big Philadelphia Eagles fan. And so if you walk in, if I've got a broken air conditioner, but the first thing you say is, hey, Eagles fan, huh? Love, love the Eagles. Like, go birds. I'm going to go, yeah, 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 yeah. That's nice. My air conditioner is not working. It's 100 degrees in here. Okay. Uh, <laughs> like, I want to know I can trust you with my problem first. If you demonstrate your professionalism and your trustworthiness, then say, hey, by the way, I noticed you're a big Eagles fan. As a homeowner, I am much more likely to say, dude, absolutely. How about them, man? They're doing so good this year. And, and then I'll become your friend. It's, it's got to be that trustworthy and that professionalism first. Enter as a service professional, leave as a friend. Same on the phone. Answer as yeah. a voice of the company, leave as a friend. It's much, okay. it's much harder to turn a friend into a customer than it is to turn a customer into a friend. The latter is significantly easier, easier to do. I agree. I totally agree. I mean, it's, and people don't think about that. They think that, okay, we have to be friends. No, you don't. You have to be professional. As you said, get the trust. And then at some point in time, you can be somewhat friends. Yeah. Well, you're more likely to, you're more likely to be friends anyway, if you do that. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it just makes life a little bit easier for everybody if they remember all of those things. So yeah. Let's talk a little bit about what Power Selling Pros does, because I didn't get to the opportunity to do that last time. So you do mm. a lot of what? Well, about 13 years ago, Brigham, he founded the company. Mm-hmm. He ran ads for contractors, billboards, digital advertising when it was in its infancy, uh, yellow pages even. But several of his clients wanted to fire him because the leads were, quote unquote, no good. Oh, they, my gosh. 
They just want <laughs> they just wanted a ballpark price. They just want to talk to a technician. They want service today, but the contract is booked for two or three days. Uh, the I mean, typical, typical stuff. Yeah. But yeah. Brigham had been a CSR before and okay. he training. So he knew if this was not a lead problem, this was a conversion and customer service problem. So he convinced these owners, let me train your CSRs to book the leads that I'm generating. I'll book these calls into customers. Give me a month. So they said, all right, you got a month. And it was a total game changer. Booking more calls, wowing more customers, selling more maintenance plans, uh, overcoming price objections. And within a few months, the business had changed from digital advertising to CSR training. And today we coach one-on-one. We actually sit down with each individual CSR and play their calls with them and give them feedback. Uh, We coach 1,100 CSRs across the country. So we're doing 2,200 individualized coaching sessions every month for contractors to help them book more calls and wow more customers. Yeah. And that's the key because you're right. If you get the leads and you blow it, that's your problem. It's not a lead problem as a general rule. It really and truly is not. Um, yeah, and, especially and drives price. me crazy. Yeah, yeah. Marketing does its job. It's generating the leads of the group that you want to be using your company. They answer the phone and goes, "Oh, yeah." <laughs> like, come on, click. Yeah, yeah it's not marketing yeah. problem. It's yeah, Zach, Zach's plumbing. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, give everybody the website again. Powersellingpros.com/slash/free. All right. Final thoughts. Um, the uh, I like to say that customers don't buy from the best companies. We, they simply do not. Uh, they buy from the companies who understand them best. They don't compare you to your direct competition. They compare you to the best brands in their lives. And if you create a wow experience, you will book the call. You'll book the job. You'll You'll earn loyalty. Uh, we don't need to overcomplicate it. It's just see yourself as a voice of the company. Make it more than a transaction. Look back at your performance. See how you can get better. And always remember that customers want to be understood. They want to be cared about. They want to be wowed. And the companies that do that, they they earn loyalty, period. And they win. Yeah. They absolutely 100%. win. Yeah. So, Zach, thank you so much for being with me today. It is my pleasure, Ruth. Thank you so much. All right. And thanks to all of you for joining us. Choose one thing that you discovered and implement it in your business. These ideas, tactics, and strategies help you make more money, have more free time, and give back. If you like today's program, spread the word. Please review this podcast on any device you're listening to it on. Help a fellow contractor make more money, too. For comments or questions, call me at 770-729-0258 or email Ruth King at hvacchannel.tv. Thanks for listening. Have a great and profitable day.